hello and welcome to another episode of The Inter Show. This episode coming out to you on the Saturday before we start the season proper with the match away to Sassuolo um, tomorrow evening, Italian time. Joining me from New York this week is Leon. Leon, how are you going? Uh, not bad, Andrew. How are you doing today? Morning, afternoon, Good, depending you. where you are. Sorry? Morning, afternoon, I guess for you. Uh, mid-afternoon, mid-afternoon, and it's morning for you, I believe. Yep. Um, I suppose the, the first thing to do is the, the uh, Calcio Mercato finished yesterday. What's your overriding view on the business that's been done? I mean, I think it's fantastic. You know, it. I feel some fans might have a sour taste in their mouth with the rumors of Nadal, Rafinha, or or Modric not and not getting them. But if you look from beginning to end, you know, the, the transfer market's been great. It's just that we signed so many great players so early. I feel that some people might, you know, just not think it's as great as it was, but it was fantastic for the areas we addressed, for the players we brought in, for the fees we paid for them. It, it was a great transfer market. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with you. And whilst I would like to see somebody who can put their foot on the ball and control a match and take the pressure off um, some of the players that are more dependent on uh, pressing teams or particularly, say, for example, Brozovic that can struggle when he's pressed, for example, playing against an Atalanta. Um, I do genuinely think that we've made huge strides forward. Um, It would have been lovely had... We signed Modric, but I don't. I never really believed that that was going to happen. The other side of the coin, as well, is that we haven't gone out and bought somebody just to fill that role. The kind of I'm thinking of the likes of um, Palombo in the past, or you know, when we've bought players like Scalato that we we knew from the outset that they weren't up to wear in the blue and black jersey. But we bought them, we brought them in anyway, simply just to fill to, to fill a role that, that they were never really capable of fulfilling. And the fact that the the staff and Spalletti and Auxilio have actually toughed it out and 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 have obviously said the guy that we want or the you know one of the guys that we want is not available so we can either go the route that we've gone before which has failed or we can ride it out see how we get on and then if we need to do something we can do something in january rather than just bringing somebody in for the sake of it i think that's shows a great confidence going through the club um are you disappointed that we haven't brought in sort of that playmaker midfielder or are you still or does that not not dent your confidence at all I mean I I, I personally I would have liked to seen Rafinha or something like that come in but you know that didn't happen I he could come in, in the January market who knows but I, I do feel you know Raja does play that role slightly a bit you know if you look at where he might slot in that, that could be his role um so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be too negative on it because again like like you're saying the likes of Scaloto, you know that caliber. Every player we bought in is a quality player who fits in the team, who is an upgrade over the current position we have. So I'm not not gonna dwell on that one point of you know not bringing an actual playmaker. 
Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with you. I just, I, I would, ra- I would rather that we went with what we have rather than bringing in somebody that isn't up to the quality of the other players that we've brought in. You know, we strengthened all over the pitch. We're now no longer purely dependent on Icardi for goals. Martinez has shown great form during the summer. It's a uh, the 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 right back and the left back slots seem to be an awful lot more secure. Although Spalletti is using um, Azamoa as a defensive midfielder at the moment, certainly going by what we've seen across the summer. At some point, I expect him to drop back into that left back role. Uh, Vesalco is obviously a is obviously an upgrade on D'Ambrosio. The the midfield is going to be much stronger, with, particularly with Nainggolan there. Um, Politano gives us extra options, so does Keita. I'm really confident going forward. What's your target for the season? What would you What would you expect, considering, obviously, the bread and butter is the league, but also the two other cup competitions that we're in? Yeah, I mean, it's it's always hard to say the words, but I still feel Juventus wins this season. Um, but I think second place and us giving them a run, I'd be happy with. You know, I, like, I, I if we win, amazing. But as long as we keep that game close and we keep that team close and we're in fighting for second place, we're in fighting for the for the championship. I think that's great. Um, but I think second place has to be our target this year. Uh, just just look at who we are, who we become, what the team we brought in. Regarding the, the other the other competitions, I'd love to see them try hard in the Copa Italia. I think we have a, a, a depth in our squad that we haven't had in a while. You know, if you look at the team right now, you know, and we don't like talking about them, but John Mario, Candreva, those are two quality players that aren't fitting in the team right now, which we could easily put into the Copa Italia side. We should at least make the final in that competition. And in the Champions League, that's that's going to be a big challenge for us. And I think, you know, it, it's all going to be dependent on that draw because we are in pot four. Um, but I would like to get out of there and get at least to the, you know, get it to the round of 16 and see where we go. I would I'd agree with you. The only thing that I would be saying is that being in that pot four, you, it, it's quite possible that you could end up with two of the biggest of the big guns. Um, also in the group. And whilst some would accuse me of defeatism in saying this, I actually think that we could be a, a, a decent outside bet for the Europa League this year. I know that people will say, no, we need to be targeting those top two places in the Champions League group. And of course we do. Um, and hopefully we'll get there. Hopefully, we, you know, the last 16 is a realistic objective. Um, but if you suddenly find yourself in a group where you've got the likes of, let's say, Manchester City and Paris Saint-Germain are the other two big clubs in in the group, it's not... I, I wouldn't see, I wouldn't view it as necessarily defeatism to be, I wouldn't say accept finishing third in that group, but I wouldn't look upon it as a disaster if that was what happened. And I think if we were, if we went down that avenue, I think the Europa League would be a, a very serious target. 
that said, obviously we do want to finish in those top two space, spaces and progress in the Champions League. I'm not saying that we start the season targeting the Europa League. I'm just saying that it, it could play out that way that we drop into it and our strengths would, you know, the, the strength in depth and the players that we now have could make us, uh, uh, give, give us an opportunity, an opportunity there. Obviously, I'm the same as everyone. I want us to go ahead and win the Champions League. But I would say more a dose of realism, a dose of pragmatism, um, rather than actual defeatism. Do you think there's any uh, semblance of sense in that comment? Yeah. I mean, like I said, we're in pop four. And like you said, we're, you, know, you don't know who you're going to draw. If, it, you know, if you get Man City and, and PSG and your third team is in Ukraine or in Russia, you know, that's, that's always a hard away game. It's going to be really tough to come out of that group out of the top two. So, and I, I do think the, the sort of the prestige of the Europa League has gone up in, in the last couple of years with the big teams, you know, making a play for it. And I do wish an Italian team would win it and would make a big push for it. You know, look at the final last year. It was a great final last year with two prestigious teams for Europa League. Um, you know, yeah. if we ended up drawing two of those powerhouse teams worth a billion dollars, and it's our first year in Champions League with this group ever. You know, this group hasn't played together in Champions League. It's going to be it's it's unrealistic for us to like shine. As long as we play well against those teams, I, I can be kind of happy with that. I don't I don't think it's defeatism. I think it's realism. You know. Yeah. If we were to go, if we were to go in just as 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 given the example of Paris Saint-Germain, Manchester City, and let's say Locomotive Moscow in the group, I would be expecting, although it is tricky, um, and I do agree with you that going to Russia or Ukraine is always hard, I would be expecting to beat the likes of Locomotive Moscow home and away. If we were then to play Paris Saint-Germain, Manchester City, I would genuinely be looking to, I'd be hoping that we could beat them, of course. And I don't think that it's an impossibility that we could beat them. Um, but I would definitely be looking at taking a few points off them. Um, and certainly I'd be looking, you know, if we went down to heavy defeats, then I would be questioning the progress that's being made. But if we, if we lost a couple of those games by a goal or two, I think that I think we have to take that in our stride as we're moving towards progressing and being on the same level as those teams. Um, in terms of the Coppa Italia, I'm really hoping that we can go deep into it. it. The club has been far too long without a trophy, and whilst okay, when we were winning um, league after league after league, the Coppa Italia was probably very much a secondary competition, certainly viewed in that sense. Um, but having gone so long without a trophy, I really think that we should um, we should be targeting there, as I think was, was your point earlier on. In terms of starting at Sassuolo tomorrow, um, how confident are you? It's always difficult to go there, particularly as they seem to have, well, certainly their president, um, but the whole club seems to have a bee in its bonnet about Inter and raises it raises its game substantially. Are you confident that we're going to come out with three points there? 
I mean, history doesn't say so, but I am confident we'll come out with three points there. I, I think, you know, them losing Politano, us getting Politano. They did they did have some great signings, uh, if you know, this, this Mercato, but, you know, th- they're also new signings for their team. Our, our core is still here. Our core is still better. You know, I, I do think we have a more quality side by far, um, even with Junior not playing tomorrow. Um I still think we take the points. It's still good. I, I still say one nothing win. It's going to be a hard fought win, but I I think yeah. we get the three points. I would I I would probably I'd be going for the sort of one the one nil two one um, sort of scoreline. I do think that we'll go there and win. It's going to be very tough, and it wouldn't surprise me if the winning goal came very late on in the match. Um, possibly, for example, springing Martinez from the bench around the 65th, 70th minute, and he changes his speed and his um, his pure skill changes the running of the game. Uh, that's how I would see that's how That's how I would see it playing out. Who, what would be your starting 11? Um, it, you know, with screening out, that really hurts. Um, obviously, I think the back line, uh, Handanovic, Ambrosio, uh, Miranda, DeVry, not sure who went left back there, maybe Dalbert. Um, and then Brozovic, Politano, Icardi, and I'm not sure. Really can't say the whole starting lineup. I I, I do think Martinez is going to start. You think he will start? I do. Yeah, I, I just think you know we we need that spark in there. You know, with Raja not playing, um, I, I think Martinez is going to play and he's going to sync up with Icardi. They've just been playing so well this offseason or this preseason. Yeah. It wouldn't, it, it wouldn't surprise me to see, although he's used as a more in the defensive midfield position so far this um, this summer, it wouldn't surprise me to see Azamoa starting at left-back, um, possibly Viselko at... Um, Vasalko at right back. I'm not sure whether Spalletti will be feeling that he's only just recently come in and he needs to bring um he needs to bring him through a bit more gradually. So D'Ambrosio could start there. Miranda I think there could be a bit of a surprise. Um Miranda's not that long back from the World Cup. Um De Vry will definitely nail down one of the centre back positions. It wouldn't shock me under the circumstances with Skriniar sporting and uh, you know coming back from an injury, um, Miranda coming back only sort of recently from the World Cup. It wouldn't shock me if Renakia started, with a view of having Miranda and Skriniar on the bench, simply because the situation that those two find themselves in, um, I think is. It, 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 you know, it, it is difficult to start with them, given the circumstances. Then I think you're probably looking at Brozovic. Um, I'm almost certain, and that kind of goes against what I'm saying with um, with Miranda. Um, I do think Brozovic will stay, uh, will keep his place from, well, keep his place, keep his place from the end of last season and start. Simply because he offers us something that I don't think any other player offers us that that ability to, you know, he's probably the most game controlling player that we have at the moment. Um, 
presuming uh, hoping that he, he keeps up his progress so far then I'm not sure about Gagliardini because Gagliardini didn't uh, perform that well over the summer that said he's probably the most obvious um, choice to go alongside Brozovic at the moment then I would agree with you yeah I could see Martinez starting behind Icardi um, and I think he may go with Kandreva and uh, would he start? Would he start with uh, Kaita or uh, Politano ahead of Perisic? Again, Perisic. I know I'm saying about Brozovic, but Brozovic is a very specific player. Um, Perisic is only just back from the World Cup and. So it could lean to one of those two. And then you've got Icardi up front. Um, obviously, Handanovic in the goal. I can't see I can't see any change on that front. Uh, that, that's how I would see it, see it lining, lining out. Um, who are you most excited of the new signings to see playing competitive football um, for Inter? I mean, again, we have great signings, but it has to be Martinez to see if he can take that that preseason form and that preseason pace and skill and put it in, you know, against the likes of the best defenses, the best defensive league in the world. Yeah. I mean, we've got a guy that's, uh, is he 19 who is just lighting up the field and he could be a new young star for us. And, and the signing, this the one of the best signings in the past 10 years, if, if he keeps progressing. Yeah, I would agree with you. And absolutely agree with you on that. Um, I've I've been I've been quite surprised by his progress over the summer. It's been it's been superb, um, and hopefully you know once it comes to competitive football, he'll be able to keep that going. In terms of the rest of the league, you said that you see Juventus winning it with us possibly pushing them for a long part of the season. Do you see anybody else um, pushing for those two top places? No, um, I, I, I don't think Roma strengthened over the summer. Um, and, and Napoli, Napoli just has too many changes going on right now. I, I, I do think they'll be, they'll be fighting for, you know, Roma, Napoli, and AC Milan will be fighting for that third and fourth place. Um, but I, I just don't see them having the consistency and the quality to overcome uh, us or making a push towards Juventus. I would agree. Only the only exception that I'd make is Napoli and the fact that Angelotti has gone in there. I genuinely think, as good as Sari is, um, and I don't think anyone's going to question Sari's uh, quality as a as a manager. Ancelotti is a step up from, or he certainly should be a step up from Sarri. And it wouldn't shock me to see him be able to work work the team into play in the way that he wants quicker than people are expecting. That said, yeah, there are a lot of changes going on there, but he's one of the top managers in the world and has been for a very long time. Um, so it certainly wouldn't surprise me to see him hit the ground running. Uh, in terms of the bottom end of the league, who do you think is the most likely to f- be facing into relegation? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I do see Frozen already going back down. 
I, I, Parma, Parma is a point deduction, correct? I think they. I'm not sure if they're fight. They're, they, uh, I'm not sure if they're fighting it. Um, I think they. I, I might be wrong, but I thought that they'd fought it and got it reduced to to zero with some kind of fine or something. Certainly, I'm looking on the. I'm looking at the table on uh, LifeScore.com just now, and there's no mention of them having minus points. Or a, or a deduction. So I, I think they fought it out and um, got the decision reversed. Uh, so yeah, you've got you've you've got Parma. Are you saying you've got Parma? You've got Frosinone. Um, who would be your third to face the drop? I, I think Chievo might might actually go down again. You know, they, they've been up here for a while, and I think they're just going to slip down. Uh, you know, the, the newcomers Empoli back in there. I think they'll stay up. Um, it's always tough when you get from Serie B back into Serie A. Um, the, the, the money that comes in is not as high. You're not able to build up your squad as much. So the, when the three teams come in, it's always tough to stay up there. Yeah, I'd agree. I would say I think Parma will probably be able to stay up. Um, you know, the they're a, they are a, they are a decent size of a club, um, and they seem to have gotten things back on track. There, Frosinone, I think, is going to be very very difficult for um, Empoli. I think could surprise people and finish sort of the top half, the top half of the bottom half of the league, if that makes sense. Um, so I'd probably be looking at Frosinone, um, possibly Spal. And I think Udinese are in quite a quite a messy situation. You know, they had a really difficult season last season and only just stayed up. And they really haven't reinforced over the summer. And if anything, they you could say that they've gotten weaker. Um, so it wouldn't shock me to see Udinese go down. In just very quickly before we sign off, um, what? What's your prediction for the Champions League? Uh, in terms of who's going to win the Champions League? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 you know, I just the way Man City ran over the Premier League, I don't, I never, I never like an English team going in there, but I do think they're going to surprise people. And I'm, I'm going to tip it to Man City. I'm, I, I would agree with you. I, I've, um, I've thought for a while that. So the Pep got everything sorted on the domestic front last year and with a significantly weakened uh, Barcelona, uh, sorry, a significantly weakened Real Madrid, Paris Saint-Germain, who I still think it's a huge struggle to go from playing the likes of uh, Gangong at, the, at a weekend and then going and playing some of the big boys in the Champions League um, midweek, I still don't think. Uh, I, I'm not even convinced that I could ever see them win in the Champions League. To be honest, because I think the the quality of football they're playing week in week out, or the quality of football they're playing against, is too weak for them really to get into the very depths of the Champions League. Um, Juventus, I'm I'm not convinced that Ronaldo solves all their problems. Um, and I just think that 
Barcelona probably aren't as strong as they have been either. I can see Manchester City winning it and, to be honest, winning it quite comfortably, um, playing very attractive football in sort of the, the Pep the Pep style. Uh, that's that's That would be my view on it. Uh, but it's exciting. It all starts this evening. Hopefully, Kievo are going to get their relegation uh, battle off to a flying start with three points. And put a, a, a gloomy expression on Ronaldo's face. And hopefully we'll start with um, three points ourselves tomorrow. In terms of the poll that we're running for Inter's best 11 um, on Twitter, I'll be putting up another poll in the next day or so. Um, Esteban Cambiaso won the... Um, register role with 86%. Luisito Suarez uh, got 7%. Juan Sebastian Veron won, got 7%. And Patrick Vieira got zero. Um, was that the result that you were expecting or does it surprise you in any way? No, it, it, I mean, Chuchu was our player in that role. Like he, he symbolized our, you know, our team. That, that, that's been one of the sour points of the past few years when they let him go. I think just a little bit too early when we needed a talisman, we needed a captain. I think he should have stayed on two to three more years and given him captaincy and have him retire with the club. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's a, it, but I, I imagine I, I can really see him coming back as a, as manager at some point in the future. I, he, he, ob- he always played as though he had an extremely developed technical brain. Um, and I, ca- I can see him, if he chooses to go down that route, I know he does a lot of television work at the moment um, on, I think it's Sky Italia. Uh, but he, I, could, I can really, I could, if he goes into that role, I can see him being a success. And I think that that could be how... And when he returns to when he returns to the club, um, my thanks to Leon for joining me this week. I'll sign off um, and say Forza Inter, and we'll be back with a review of the match of tomorrow evening. That sounds great, Forza Inter. <laughs>